with the fireworks outside. Welcome to the PlayStation Nonplus Podcast, where we, three plusketeers, talk about the past month's offering on PlayStation Plus and look bravely to the future as friends. And this month, since we were recording on the 4th of July... Uh, America, peek, motherfuckers. Little peek into the, the old kimono there. Um... I say we 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 sneak in as many ID four Easter eggs as possible. Oh, uh, God. Let's let's not be blatant about it, but let's let's just if it comes up naturally, let's try and get some ID four goofs in there. <laughs> that's well, that's where well, I'm welcome at. To this Earth, month. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah, perfectly natural. We can do that's a that's a jumping off point. But I'm just look. You're one ugly just, son of a bitch. Is that, is that this even? Yeah, man, don't they look I at the alien? No. Doesn't no, doesn't he pull no he pulls up the parachute when he's dragging him through the desert and he doesn't he call him an ugly son of a bitch and then he repeats it at the end when they're about to blow up the thing when they're about to blow up the mothership yeah but he doesn't like, say it ugly. like that it doesn't, he doesn't say you're an ugly son of a bitch I know this is, Curtis, this is, young 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 and old will Smith is really black or gruff. we have to do that every year yeah that's true my name is Chris Dorman. <laughs> I'm the obvious number one ID4 fan while Kirk is talking about Predator or some shit. And I'm joined, as always, by Kirk Martin. Yo. And Chris Hendrickson. Well, howdy, fellas. How is the month of June treated, uh, you patriotic young Americans? Oh, yeah. June was finally... We were finally starting to get out and about, especially in this last week. Um, It's been nice to re-enter society again without a... Uh, face apparatus. Um, yeah, I've I loved it. We went to like a, a jump park earlier this week. So much fun. We have basically two COVID kids who haven't seen the world for a year. Um, yeah, and you know, gardening and grilling. It's great. It's great. How about you, Kirk? I feel like we basically live the same existence. Uh, so my kids haven't been outside. My kids turned two last week. Haven't been outside in two years because they were they were premature, so we kept them inside for their first year of life because the doctor told us to. And then literally um, uh, a week before they got the good bill of health to go out into the world, um, COVID happened. The world, <laughs> and the doc- the world and the got do- their good bill of health removed. And the doctor, doctor's like, you're used to being inside, right? And it's like super cool. So we're, so we're out and about in the world again. <laughs> Got the kids into daycare. Daddy got himself a job. The way of the house husband is over uh, come August. And motherfuckers, first week of full-time daycare, these little shits get me fucking sick, dude. Like, super sick. And I'm like, you're <laughs> out of your fucking minds. Like, this is horrible. Yeah, yeah Chris, I was totally... Oh, like, yeah. Chris, when you were over, uh, Dorman, when you were over, it totally got much worse the next day. <laughs> yeah, no shit! I knew it was going to. I'm not sick. This is allergies, maybe. Ah, oh, dude, it's so much worse. I was, I was, I was fucking I laid up. I, I absolutely feel that, man, because we, I think, got sick last month, also from another kid. It's like you get compoundedly more sick because it's from your kid. That's my and my working theory. Totally, they they have your genes. Like they're, they they have all the good genes and antibodies that you spent your whole life putting together. And they just get it, and they're like, hey, I'm just going to – this thing mutate a little bit. I'm going to cough it on you, and it's going to kill you. And I'm, like, leaving daycare, and these kids are all, like, hugging each other and kissing each other. I'm like, motherfucker. It's like, you, you, you little shit. You're the one that got me sick. 
<laughs> fucking terrible. Like and I and like now Catherine and I are resigned to like we're gonna be sick for the next fucking at least sixteen years of our lives. And I don't like no thank you. Like that sounds horrible. Fucking horrible. Ah, oh, I'm so yeah. pissed. <laughs> Why don't you just wear a mask then, bro? There's a, what, 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 what am I going to do? My kids are all over me. They're going to pull my mask down. And I'd rather, I'd rather, if I'm at home, if I'm in my home, I'm not going to wear a mask. If I was sick and my kids weren't, I would probably like maybe wear a mask around them. But like they were sick and got me sick. So I was like, fuck it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And then we're out and about in the town and I'm like masked up because like I'm actually sick and don't want to get people in public sick except for Dorman of course I totally didn't wear a mask when he was there but we were outside yeah. Fauci said that was okay no he didn't <laughs> I said it was okay we were in my house my rules take your mask off motherfucker um, porch. Dorman what the fuck happened to you like what? what what the fuck happened to you you tell me what Are, is you, you're broken now apparently i might be a little bit broken i might be a little bit broken i don't know i saw look it's been a it's been a it's been a few it's been a 16 months hasn't it been a 16 months for all of us a year and a quarter you know haven't we been through a lot in the last 16 months it ain't over delta yeah. variant baby so maybe I wanted to reach back to a simpler time in my life. Maybe I reached the, felt the pangs of nostalgia. And maybe I overreached and ended up in the Clinton administration. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Attitude Era Wrestling on the Peacock. Because it's all there, baby. It's all there. So yeah, uh, I'm mildly broken. That's, that's my entertainment now. Uh... Oh, I was talking. I was literally talking about your ribs. <laughs> thank, thank you for outing me, Kirk. No, dude, I had to get this off my chest. Oh my god, I can. I it turns out I just had to get that off my chest. I can breathe now, guys. I feel so much better. Your audio has just improved immensely as well. That is just unconscionable. Now, um, yeah, I did uh, actually hurt myself coughing, um, and. Got a nice little strain on the uh, chest wall there. So moving stuff sucks. I couldn't play magic yesterday specifically because I could not move that table. Nerd. Uh, so you actually played magic. Don't call me a nerd. So let's get right to it. Uh, we've got some some future talk from uh, our from our correspondent Kirk Martin. What? And who's this next to me in the future? <laughs> Whoa, I, I, should, have a, I, I have a co-pilot now. I guess I should be saying present talk, uh, because me and Kirk are in the present, and we can tell you about all the great things that are happening on How does it feel now. eating our dust, Hendu? It tastes bad. Yeah, it tastes bad being so streets behind. But uh, yeah, so it looks like uh, a, little, a little visitor from our dark past is uh, infecting our PlayStation 5 news, Kirk. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, before we get to Operation Tango, yeah, man. Uh, so, Greedfall uh, last week was getting a PlayStation 5 update. I was, like, super stoked. I, I really liked the game. was excited to get back to it. I actually started playing it again before the update just to um, 
you know, just to get back into the swing of things. I was like, oh, I cannot wait for this update. So weeks leading up to it, um, this was announced by Spiders that, you know, the update was happening alongside alongside giant spiders (laughs) (laughs) alongside uh, DLC that where they were releasing. Super stoked. And uh, it kind of reminds me of that Anakin uh, Skywalker meme that's going around. <laughs> like, it's coming. The uh, the PlayStation 5 update's coming to Plus, right? Anakin? <laughs> it's coming to Plus, right? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and Spiders is just deadpan staring right back at me. Because for two weeks, they didn't say anything about the uh, Plus version of the game getting updated uh, for PlayStation 5. And sure enough, the day... The day before, I think while I'm in the throes of playing Greedfall, they announced like, "Nah, dog, it's not. It's not going to be updated on PlayStation on for the PlayStation Plus version. Will not be updated for PlayStation Five. And not only that, but the Xbox Game Pass version is getting updated for Xbox Series X. Is that the new Xbox? The Series X, the Series X and S. Is that the new one? But like, what the fuck? Regardless, like, what the fuck happened? I literally was just like, I was just so upset and disappointed in the, in the news. I, I just uninstalled it. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. I don't want to support these assholes. Like, fuck that. That's ridiculous. Well, the good Wait, news is, the is that they're, they're clearly partnering with Sony a little bit, though. So look forward to more spider stuff, bud. I know. And I heard some other stuff coming up. But, like, I don't know. Like, I really liked Greedfall. I really like Greedfall. Um, and that was like what was going to get me back into the game, finish it up. And I was honestly going to buy the DLC. I was like, yeah, uh, just like I did with um, what's it called? Uh, Remnant. Like I bought the DLC. The mm-hmm. game was so good. Greedfall, new DLC. I'm going to buy the DLC and enjoy my PlayStation 5 update. Sure enough, nothing. So I was going to give you money, Spiders, but fuck it. Seems like greed was their downfall. Get the uh, fuck uh, off my uh, segment. I can't hear you back there. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, let's uh, continue this little journey through the present. Kirk, tell me about Operation Tango. Yeah, so uh, Operation Tango, uh, published and developed by Clever Plays. Um, Operation Tango is an espionage-themed online cooperative adventure game that requires voice chat, uh, in which you and a partner work together to take down an international high-tech global menace. Uh, very cool game. This is like, uh, Dorman, when you and I played We Were Here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, I played mostly with my brother, Panda King, and we had two different sides of um, of the same mission. One of us was the agent, uh, which you mostly play in the game's meat world, which is kind of realized pretty pretty neatly. It's a like futuristic comic booky uh, look to it. I, re- I really dug it. You know, some cell shading and all that fun stuff. And um, the other place person plays as the hacker, and you have a crazy user user interface with a bunch of shit going on um to get a look at those if you go to our twitch i have a video in which i played uh the first two missions as the agent and the third and fourth mission as the hacker and 
you can get a real good feel for the game and and how it's played to tell you the truth um so uh, during this game the agent is performing actions and gathering information from like things in the meat space like from desks and monitors that they can see um and they're trying to unlock doors and uh, steal objectives and whatnot while the hacker is accessing people's phones, accessing computers, and trying to get other information to the agent. Uh, they're really giving information back and forth to try and uh, solve the puzzles and break through things. Um, this game uh, really shines in the puzzle variety. Uh, I felt like I was never, I was rarely doing the same thing twice. Um, we played through, I think, over half the game. And um, I think we I saw a couple things repeated, but they were they had a slight twist or edge to them. Like the first time we saw them, they were, uh, you know, the puzzle was pretty easy. And the next time we saw it, it was more difficult with a little bit of a twist, a little bit more communication required for us to to succeed at it. But it wasn't boring because because uh, they, they were they were tougher to do um, in this game. Like good communication is. Oh, 100% the key. Uh, I was playing with my brother. Uh, we don't communicate well to begin with. That's why the videos are titled uh, Family Therapy. Also to try and get some of those people looking for porn to come over and look at our uh, yeah. our videos. <laughs> and they wouldn't be disappointed. They wouldn't be disappointed. No, no. They were, those videos are hot. They were hot. Uh, mm-hmm. But we, didn't do such a, we did not do such a bad job. Uh, the game was funny because whenever we get caught up, it was kind of just like start just tell tell me what's on your screen just like just blurt it out and it's like uh for example we were we were on a train and we were trying to prevent the train from crashing and i had i was the hacker and i had four subsystems i was looking at that had a bunch of information i'm like anthony is any of this here is any of that there is any of this here he's like no 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 and i was like well tell me what's on your screen he's like i have this and i have something with brakes i was like i have something with brakes like here's the information oh and he types it in and he gives information back to me and we and we solve you know the case and don't crash the plane or or the train and it it, it all worked out really well uh the levels are designed in a way they're like they're probably if you're good you could probably finish them in 15 minutes but we were finishing them at like in, in like 30 minutes uh but it was the right amount of time where you got a good session in, um, you felt accomplished, accomplished, and you didn't feel frustrated by uh, by failure. So often, I feel like in puzzle games, I get you know having fun, having a good time with the basic mechanics, having a good time, having a good time, and then you hit a wall and you just get frustrated and annoyed, and you're like, "It's not fucking worth it. I'm moving on." Uh, but with this game, the puzzles were solvable, difficult. Uh, but fun, and you actually got a sense of accomplishment at the end of it, which is nice. Uh, what oh, else yeah. do I have? I mean, it sounds. I mean, yeah, it just sounds like a, a better, more interesting version of We Were Here that we were doing. And it's, I would. I mean, go ahead. I would say it's a much better version of We Were Here. I was interested in We Were Here, but We Were Here was so obtuse. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah, game. you're not alone in that sense. Like I uh, had no idea what the fuck was going on and uh, and the controls were bad. You know what I mean? Like I, I still think I could have done something with that projector, but I just couldn't get the prompt to come up. Sure. Uh this one, like the buttons worked. Uh it was pretty clean. <clears throat> it worked, yeah. It was cleaned, it was polished. Um what you tried to do, you 
could do or what the game was telling you you might want to do you could do um it was very interesting because it doesn't hold your hand necessarily like you have like when i became the hacker i was like all right where are we going what do i need and the game was just like yeah here's your interface go find something buddy yeah so that was pretty neat and there was times where uh anthony was being chased by uh our target and uh we failed it because like the target got too close to him and I noticed the second time around that the target actually had a proximity circle around it. And the game didn't tell me that. There was nothing about that. I'm like, oh, wait, there's a proximity circle. Just, just run run to the back of the train. You'll be fine. And uh, and he was. So it, it was just kind of neat because all the information you need is there to solve the puzzles. Uh, you just need to communicate it back and forth quickly enough and, and execute and find it and execute. Uh, so, I mean, it was pretty cool. Uh, it kind of last... sounds like... Uh like stranded deep in that way of like it, it drops you in, you know, and then you have to kind of figure things out as you go. Ab- absolutely. Um, I think that's where a lot of these like little uh, indie games, I guess are kind of shining is a lack of information and discovery. Like you may not have the most polished and beautiful systems, but you're going to pad that time by making sure people f- have to f- spend it to figure it the fuck out, you know? And uh, the last bit of information I want to give, this game has a pretty cool feature. It uh, has a friend pass to it. So I think the game retail, I think it was 20 bucks on PlayStation 4 or something like that. I'm not 100% sure. Um, But you can play with a friend um, for free as long as the friend you're playing with has a copy of the game. So, for example, I I own a copy of the game. Um, Hendy wants to play Operation Tango. Uh, and he somehow found a PlayStation 5, he doesn't have to get the game. Uh, He can download the friend pass offline, which is the full download of the game. And as long as he's playing with me or Dorman or somebody else who has the game, who has purchased the game, uh, they can play together, Um, which I think is a really neat way to do things. Yeah. Yeah, especially for for PS Plus. That really actually is very smart because if you that encourages like evangelism for the platform. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, Hey, you get all these past games here. You can play some of these past games. If they, if they roll that out more. Absolutely. Uh, this is totally a game I want to get back to and finish just because uh, it's very fun. And um, I don't know, Dorman, maybe you and I can run our way through it. Did you claim this game <laughs> by chance? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did. Good. We should, uh, we should, I did. So yeah, we should we should definitely fucking hit that up. But uh, yeah, check out the stream. Get a good idea of the game. Um, for me, it's plussed. I think it's very good. It's very very fun. And this is something that you can always come back to with a different friend or with somebody new. I feel like to figure things out or you know solve some puzzles and have fun. It's not it's not a, like a multiplayer game where oh everybody's gone and I've. I, this game is just dead in my library and it's not a single player game that you're, you can just like, you know, you just do on your own time or you just find the new hotness and you switch over to, this is something that like, if Catherine was like, Hey, I want to play a game. I was like, Oh, let's solve a couple puzzles here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could be yeah. pretty fun or any, any friend in the uh, internet space. So, uh, operation tango, uh, definitely a plus claim it if you haven't. And, uh, let's play it sometime. Sure. And let's uh let's uh you know, Kirk, let's slow down a little bit. Mm. Let's bring it let's bring it let's get back to, to the 
the the now quote unquote you oh my know? god do you, are, do you just feel like sluggish all of a sudden a little bit it's a little or the past it's the past it's it i mean if you want to be so glib about it maybe it almost feels to... like it almost feels like it's like 2006 or something like that i don't know oh. I, feel, I feel very weird i feel like i've been yeah. drinking natty 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 light and skipping my my wednesday classes to watch top chef all day or something I've been spending way too much time in basements that could be described as, I don't know, biohazards? Medical or, concerns? Uh, yeah, skipping, out, skipping out on fourth quarter, uh, depending on your age, skipping out on fourth quarter to go to the uh, the movie theater and play in the arcade before your movie plays. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. That one year, that one year makes such a difference. It's it's like two <laughs> weeks between you and Kirk. Yeah, that's so weird, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> so, Hendu, really from back from way downtown in the past, can you tell me about Virtua Fighter? Fi- what is it? Virtua Five? Did we play this month? <laughs> Virtua Fighter Five. Virtua Fighter Five uh, Ultimate Showdown. All right, yeah, so this is one of those 3D fighting games. I don't know if anybody's uh, had Tell any experience more. with Soul Calibur or Tekken, um, but absolutely got that throwback feeling um, playing in the arcade. You know, I, I found I was playing online, and you can get skins from, like, the old times, so I fought, like, somebody who was really good with the old-school polygon skins of somebody. I just felt like, oh, shit, this is like being in the arcade again, getting trashed by the computer. <laughs> What was kind of funny about those old school skins, it made you realize that, oh, they didn't they haven't changed this game at all since, the, no. since its inception, which is fine. It's a, go ahead. It's great. It's um, I, I love that it's such an accessible game to me. I think it's really great for a beginner who's just playing. Um, I, I was even talking to my cousins. They're, you know, 13 and uh, 10 and they were even playing this and having fun. I'm like, that's something like Street Fighter V could not really touch. They, they the game was so bloated by the time it hit plus. I doubt anybody played it who downloaded it. They're like, there's too many options to to go through. Um, this you could just pick up. You can start mashing buttons. You can go play arcade mode and just pop, pop, pop. Um, so much fun. I I love just jumping into it um, just in the arcade uh, when, as soon as we downloaded it. How about you guys? What did, did, what you... did you start with? When you when you picked it up, did you go? I have a question for you. Did arcade? you play? Uh, mm-hmm. Did you did you play uh, Virtua Fighter Five uh, back when it originally released? Tendu. No, no, actually, I'd, I hadn't played a Virtua Fighter probably since like two or three in the arcade. Um, so no, I, I didn't even play this one. I know you guys did back in college, though. Oh yeah, this is this is the hotness that we purchased. We I assume we spent sixty dollars on this game. I- 60 american dollars that was hard to come by on a yeah, disc so. and we bought we yeah. purchased the disc yeah uh on and we played on xbox 360 that tracks 
That track fucking for the a. Year. Yeah. Uh, fucking fucking a. Uh, we had a great time uh, playing this back in the day in our apartment. We uh, I don't we didn't really fuck with the arcade. I think we just did training. We did like the way you're supposed to do fighters. We did training and then we just beat the shit out of each other all day. Um, <laughs> for me, coming back to the game, I jumped right into the arcade. I all the fighters. I like to go to the ar- go one round through the arcade. Get a feel for it. Feel like I beat the game when I beat like six fighter random fighters in a row or whatever, and then like yeah. you know you didn't because you just hit punch and kick a bunch of times and honestly didn't do fucking anything. <laughs> uh, but so I, I jumped right into the arcade and then I went to online battles and it was fucking fun. I tried to get into online battles early while everybody still hopefully kind of sucked, and I got a couple wins under my belt. And it, it was super fun time. Yeah, same. Though it was it was pretty tough to figure out when we wanted to actually play with each other, and isn't that... it's, it's it was so weird, right? But it seemed like they patched it also by the time we tried to play again. I I agree. It was it was funny because getting on online was easy. It's like quick match. You get in there, and once you quick match once, you are in the queue, and you're fucking going. You can hit one button to rematch a guy you had a good match with, or just dunked on, and he's like, "I want to rematch." He's like, "Nah, dog, I'm out of here. You suck." get good scrub uh but yeah how <laughs> terrible the first night we tried to stream it and like the spectator didn't go to or the the, the man out didn't automatically go into spectate mode i had we were doing wacky shit to find try and find the game like even smash on nintendo on the switch is easier to find a fucking online game in an online room but like you, know, you said that was all patched out be- the second time we came through to be fair, though, I I don't know if this actually played into it, but that was kind of the evening and morning of that big when the U.S. got hacked by a, you know through a bunch of ways major companies. That actually was the time that it had happened. So I don't know if that actually played into it, but so you're um, saying we were targeted? Yeah. Our stream was targeted. <laughs> we're that fucking popular by 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 Voldemort Putin. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get partnerships soon enough. Here we come Voldemort, to the moon, Voldemort, baby. Guys, guys, Voldemort pooping. That's his. Norman, you haven't said a single single thing from Independence Day naturally yet. <laughs> Isn't Voldemort pooping from Independence Day? <laughs> wow, let's kick the fires and light the. Let's kick kick the tires, the tires and, light the- and light the fires, Big Daddy. Is Big that Daddy. what you were going for? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kirk. <laughs> Go home, you're drunk. <laughs> I picked a no, terrible day to was, quit drinking. I thought it was really fun. It's, um... <laughs> yeah, some dry July. Come on. <laughs> oh no, this uh, this that, this that was game from was, the movie Hindu. I thought pretty approachable. Oh, see, yeah, I don't, absolutely. I don't even know this movie well enough. I can't, I can't catch all those quotes. Uh, sorry, I think there might be a delay on the recording here. Um, yeah, it was approachable for beginners. You you basically have high, medium, and low uh, hitboxes to hit, so you, you have to mix up. Um, blocking is really important. You want to make sure you're blocking all the time and then counterattack when they leave themselves open. You want to grab. Obviously, there's that whole now game, that triangle of attack, block, and grab, mm-hmm. which is pretty common in, in fighting games. Is that um, why I'm terrible? And then you have the ring out. I don't know anything about that. Option in this game. Not one thing. 
<laughs> yeah, you do have. I do. Oh, you know, I love the ring out option. Kind of what that, matters more. That was super. That was super fucking intense. Like in spectator mode when you guys are going at him, like somebody's getting rung the fuck out. Here we go. <laughs> so, yeah. tell me about your fighters, guys. Who are you loving? Who are you loving in Virtual Fighter Five? Well, I mean, we're looking at Brad the Chad Burns right now. We're looking at the Chris Hendrickson avatar in a fighting game. Yeah. It was, that, was, that was fucking awful. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yet again. Uh, yeah. I love his style, though. It's just everything that I know and love. It's boxing. And I was Muay about to Thai, say, you were Muay Thai, weren't you? And... Yeah, you're a Muay Thai boy. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, what obviously, I was drawn to I was drawn to Eileen, obviously, because I fight like a cat. Uh, girl uh, as well I clean myself after I after I do my scratch attacks to a man until he dies or passes out uh, and then I clean myself and meow and speak in I want to say Korean I don't know it's oh, is she I, don't know. I don't know what Eileen where Eileen hails from I, I, I I'm too busy looking at her licking her fucking human paws to listen to her actually speak, but yeah, that's that's my that's my main that's my muse. Well, uh, like like Hendu has his martial art, I have mine, and uh, it's jujitsu. But the jujitsu guy looks like a fucking uh, zombie in Virtual Fighter Five, and I wasn't into that lifestyle, uh, so I went back to my old days of wrestling, and the only wrestler available was El Blaze, the best fighter in that fucking game. <laughs> Wolf Hawkfield is also a pro wrestler. No, okay, Chris. We, he's a fake wrestler, okay? He's a professional wrestler. He, he was all sizzle and no steak. El Blaze is a fucking luchador. What are you he's doing? He's a Who beautiful, you? beautiful flying murder machine. What are you even talking about? He is a flying murder machine. He, there's athleticism in that body. Now. It's not about size with El Blaze. It's about how high you can fly and murder your enemies. He's He's when I, all when I see El, and no carne. When I saw El Blaze on the screen, I looked at you and I said, is this glass bulletproof? And you said, no, <laughs> sir. And I lit that TV up. <laughs> no, sir. Uh, but honestly, uh, a lot of the fighters are, are, are extremely fun. Um, there weren't too many duds in the bunch, were they? No, like yeah, like, like you get sumo wrestler, you get token was a sumo wrestler there's a lot of variety. and you get drunken style. Oh my god, that sumo wrestler was such a pain in the ass. It's like, look at this guy's giant hitbox. Oh wait, he has giant beefy arms that are going to keep me away forever. <laughs> yeah, all I had to do was press square a bunch. Um, something I wanted to ask you guys, um, Hendu, is a uh, Virtual Fighter Five now? Like, was that like? Looking at like the fighting games, more modern fighter games and stuff that we have, like Virtual Fighter Five, like is that is that really interesting or is this is this gonna stick around? Like it's, it's thrown into the system, got a lot of uh, help with PlayStation Plus on there for two months because it's also a plus game for July, so people have plenty of time to download it. Um, is it gonna get a resurgence? Is it gonna stick around? What do you what do you think? I would love to see it stick around. Absolutely. Um, I, I think don't know. It depends yeah. on kind of what you're into. Yeah. It's, I, I love something that accessible that, you know, anybody oh, can ahead. pick up and play. It's, 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 it's something that I can just, you know, have somebody over and just be like, Hey, you want to play a fighter? 
Like, you can't do that with any other fighters that are really out there, you know, that are typically up for offering. Um, maybe Soul Calibur. But, yeah, this is this is the only one that I've that I've played that I can see somebody picking up and doing. Um, so, yeah, it's I, I think it has a chance for that kind of resurgence. But while it can get kind of sweaty, like Hendrickson, you've, you've got uh, you've pointed out ways that you can get really good at this game. Um, I there's got to be like a ceiling on there. I don't see that like sick, like street fighter nonsense that people can do coming out of this game. I think that's a cool thing about this game. It, it it almost move. It's it's deliberate, just like Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur is a deliberate game. The the inputs you're doing, they're I don't know. It feels a lot more deliberate than a Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Uh, like there's weight and there's substance behind like everything that you're doing, and so it's slow. So you have the opportunities to block, defend, counter, and all that fun stuff. So I, I kind of agree with you there. Dorman, but I mean, I think the ceiling comes with the defense. Like we were all offense, just throwing our bodies at each other. But I feel like once you start getting the sidestepping down and the blocking down, you could really just devastate somebody's world. Um, yeah. One of the cool things about this this game was the update. Like, how much did you love just having Virtual Fighter TV on at all times when you were playing the game? Like, I thought that was super cool. Like just like random online matches. Yeah, that is that is definitely a really nice touch. But I mean, I'm not spending enough time in the menu to actually watch it. <laughs> too busy fucking crushing noobs too busy, online. Uh, too busy playing arcade mode for the ninth time. Because <laughs> I'm too much of a pussy to go I'm online. Too much of a pussy to go online. Yeah, I'll get my I'll get my butt stomped in. I don't need that. <laughs> It'll be a real welcome to Earth moment for me. <laughs> we'll have a hell of a day to quit drinking, Dorman. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, how does how, how do we how do we feel? I would say that I am I'm gonna be plus for Virtual Fighter Five. I, I against all odds. Uh, I'm plus because it's I think the best fighter on PlayStation Plus right now, and. Uh, it's yeah it's the best fighter on playstation plus right now i i was kind of concerned about the staying power of it it being an older game and not having so much uh sizzle to it plenty of steak not that much sizzle it's kind of boring to look at but i'm still gonna plus it uh just because like i said best fighter on playstation plus right now yeah i agree i love how accessible it is i love that it's it's not all about the as you said the sizzle you know, the flashy, like, oh, here's my super Hadouken Kamehameha bullshit. No, there's none of that. It's just people smacking each other. That's it. There's no superpowers, really. Um, and I kind of like that. That's refreshing. You can't cheese your your bullshit from across the stage. As much as I love to do that myself. Um, no, you gotta, you gotta be technically good like, and sound. It's like your whole <laughs> I get a plus. MO. <laughs> I want to stand across the board and throw fireballs, please. And thank you. Did anybody else really just want to play fucking Soul Calibur once they started playing this game? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, I was like, God, I can yes. play some fucking Soul Calibur. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's all I could think of. Sorry, Retro Fighter. I just wanted, like, wistfully ambitious lines being said before each match. He stands Hell before yeah. his greatest journey. <laughs> <laughs> what does Yoshimichi always say? You pretentious fool. <laughs> nerds um good fucking game so 
let's move on to uh, Star Wars Squadrons. I I started to do some research on this game. Oh, research, huh? Uh, and it led me down a tangent. So you're gonna come with me now. Look, this this game, this is this is. I, let's let's get the name straight here. It's developed by Motive and published by EA. So Motive is Jade Raymond's old studio. When she left Ubisoft after creating Assassin's Creed. She came to EA and started Motive, essentially. And she was also in charge of um, uh, the, the other Star Wars studio, Visceral, that EA had, that Amy Hennig from Naughty Dog went to. So, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I knew I was going to lean back and just let this ride out. So, the narrative-driven people that they brought in to make a narrative-driven Star Wars game, they the one project got tabled and the other one she got put on a fucking arcade flight thing correct it gets better but kirk the plot thickens it <laughs> thickens um so to date motives only credit like that is just them is star wars squadrons they also have a like a credit because they helped out a lot on battlefront too um, but yeah, it's only Star Wars games that came from Jade Raymond's baby studio uh, with EA is only Star Wars games. Um, yeah, the whole point of the studio was to become an IP factory for EA. Uh, like, that's the whole reason she made it. But now it only makes Star Wars and Dead Space games, because guess what? The next thing it's doing is getting tapped to make the Dead Space reboot that EA is now doing. So let's just for all of the people keeping score at home ea went and poached amy hennig and jade raymond two, two of the best yeah two of the best out there two of the most creative single player story making game people out there uncharted and assassin's creed it speaks for itself paid them an exorbitant amount of money i'm absolutely certain and then never use them for anything. There is not an <laughs> EA game that is like produced or directed by Jade Raymond. Like she's not an executive producer on any of these things. And by the way, they hired them right after they stopped making Dead Space games. And EA shifted their position to like, oh, we're going to start making multiplayer games because that's where the that's where it's going. So that's they, where the magic is. Nobody they hired wants to play these single people. player narrative games anymore because they suck dick. <laughs> They hired these people, gave them studios, paid them too much money, lost both of them without making any money back from this hire, and now they're exactly back where they started because Visceral Games is making Dead Space games again for EA. Anyways. But you know what? But you know what? Two great Star Wars games have come out of it. And you know <laughs> what? Let, let me tell you, this is a fun Star Wars game. Star Wars Squadrons was really really fun with what with the time that i gave to it um it's Can I super ask a dumb question yeah before man, i interrupt that's why we're you here. i, I want i want to get before you get started i want to get i want to gauge where everybody's at and then i want to come back uh and then i want to come back and and re-answer the re-ask the question before star wars squadron what was your favorite um star wars thing like game or movie or show or 
action figure. I don't fucking know. The Empire Strikes Back, probably. Hendu. Um, I think it was the PC game Star Wars Jedi Knight Two. Nice. Might have been, yeah. The hack and slashers. Mm-hmm. With all the different styles. Good. Yeah, they're on Switch I was, now. I think. I was a I was a Kotor boy. Like Kotor is like my ultimate mm-hmm. Star Wars thing. Good. Sorry, Darwin. I just wanted to I just wanted to mark that down and then continue on. Go. Yeah, I just I, I there aren't like I played some of Fallen Order. There's just oh oh my god, Force Unleashed, by the way. There's a great Star Wars game. Um mm-hmm. Star Wars Force Unleashed. Uh yeah, so I don't have a I don't have a super, super ton to say about the game proper, other than that it was fun. It was super nostalgic. It um the story I don't know, it it was interesting. Stuck like, around way, too long. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Uh, it was interesting the way they set it up, like with the point-and-click adventure in between your missions, um, just to like I guess save on production for this game. Um, but also, like it felt really stilted. Uh, it's it's time for voice acting uh, this month because we haven't gotten it yet. Um, it was super. It it's not the voice acting's fault in this game. It's the direction and the editing. But it felt super about... stilted. Like everything was a non sequitur. Every piece of conversation. So I wonder if that comes from the VR thing where you're supposed because this was mm. initially this was developed as a VR game mm-hmm. and that's the only thing I could think of because the act the actors were great but yeah. like you said it was the fact that they like hey how are you doing today and then stopped and. St- Stared at you for like yeah. four seconds before they told you <laughs> about their parent who used to be a part of the Empire and then they defected, which was everyone's backstory which in that yeah, fucking game. Uh, <laughs> but I think that uh, had to have stemmed from the VR and that like you're in it and you're having a conversation with these people and that maybe they expected you to respond to them in your living room <laughs> with your VR mask on. If your wife didn't think you were an actual virgin, virgin... <laughs> virgin except for you have two kids she definitely does now the immaculate conception right there because you're literally talking to this one-armed fucking alien on the tv who can't hear you one-armed inside out alien who can't hear you gutty was terrible to look upon haunting oh my god and like it was it's not even like she had lips or a beak or anything it was like they just fucking pyramid head grabbed her and just did a yoink and put the inside out on top of the flesh thing again and said now go fucking talk to Chris (laughs) so you're you're basically in the story mode you're switching between a rebel starfighter and an imperial starfighter who you've created before the game even starts uh, but yeah, it just sticks around. Like the missions last really long, um, like a really long time. Uh, and like, and there's you super get a... cool, there's super it's... cool moments in those missions too, where you're like, "That was fucking awesome." When you when you first, um, do we care about spoilers? No. When you first like steal, no. when you first steal the star destroyer, and you're like destroying the different subsystems on it, so that you guys yeah. your guys could access it easier, and you actually had choices to do it. Like I was stoked. That was awesome. And the first time you send Star Project, what was it called? Star Starhawk. 
Starhawk, which I'm, I'm I'm just assuming I didn't finish the game, but I'm just assuming you just made a Death Star for the Rebels. Is that what Starhawk is? Couldn't tell you, bud. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Would the way the story was going? Would you assume that it was just a death, a rebel death? That's star? what it seemed like. Like, yeah, that's what it seemed like. It was... So, like, all that stuff was very like the first time you like protect the Starhawk, and that's going when you t- when you attack the um the prison outpost, and you're like taking down all the guns. Like the moment to moment is so fucking cool. The missions are so cool. Like, but everything's like cranked up to eleven. But, but you can't always be at eleven. You can't, like, that was the most important mission that ever happened to this group. And then, like, they go to the next mission. It's like, this is the most important mission that has ever happened yeah. for the Rebel Alliance. Like, the whole and... the whole fate of the universe relies on this mission. And then you finish that mission. The whole fate of the universe relies on this mission. And it wouldn't be so bad that if, if like, in between the whole fate of the universe resting on every mission, you didn't come back and just, like, shoot the ship for ten minutes with Gunny and all the other folks. Like... And Frisk, who just, I Frisk, think, wants God. to steal things. I think he just wants to steal stuff and eat people's faces. I'm a home is 100% a, sure. I don't know if he's supposed to be a dog or a cat. I, I think he's, he's a lizard. Be. I thought he was a lizard. Man, Star Wars is deep. <laughs> there are plenty of opportunities Wacky in this Lucas game. Universe characters. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, oh, God, Newt Gunray and, and, and Kit Fisto. Um there were plenty of opportunities in this game, though, to say, oh, you did not just shoot that green shit at me when we were, when we were playing <laughs> Get it. Get the so. fuck out of here. Get so, the fuck out of here. Fucking natural. <laughs> That's why he's the host, people. That's why he's the host. Uh, yeah, guys, tell me. We played multiplayer. We, 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 had, some, we had some times. How'd you, how'd you like Star Wars Squad? How'd you like the, 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 the skirmishes, the dogfights? Dog fights you know, are fun. I, it was fun, man. It was it was fun, especially when we'd gang up on some one part, one sorry asshole that we would just hate. Just oh, everybody kill him! Yeah, okay, I found him. Yeah, murder him. That was so much fun. I think so it'd be so fun. interesting to have a full squadron. Like, what, what was it? Five v five or six v six? I think it'd be so yeah. interesting to have everybody moving in formation, just like we're this is the first target, this is the second target, this is the third target. Fuck them up. Um, it was. I had a lot of fun in skirmishes, and it it has kind of disappointed me because I I for me I was trying to get through the skirmishes so I could get to the fleet battle, mm. and then do you guys want to speak to fleet battle? Yeah, go ahead, Hendy. Uh, I feel like that's that fleet battle showed us our limitations right now because we kind of didn't really fully understand the dynamics between different ships and all of their bullshit versus other ships and their stuff that sort of showed us our knowledge wall. Um, it shows that we kind of suck, <laughs> but it's still, oh, totally. so this game is still so much fun. There's it's, it's one of those learning curve games that probably the more you learn, the better you fun you have. Cause you take advantage of people who don't know stuff like us. I think and fleet he... battle was super cool in concept and it was trying to bring that intensity from the single player, uh, from the story mode into a multiplayer fashion. And I, it's too big. <laughs> I feel like it's like not very. I don't think it, I for me it wasn't. I don't think it was very successful. I think the skirmishes were great, and I think having uh, a game mode where there were smaller objectives, where like it was just like like maybe Overwatch, like you're defending the prison. I was just about to say Overwatch. De- that felt like moving the the thing back and forth. You're but moving Overwatch the payload. Is, 
much quicker, I think, and much smaller. And that was we spent forty minutes just playing one like fleet yeah. battle, didn't we? That's true. That's like true. I needed to be like 15, 15 yeah, minutes. Like, I, and if, I, we, if it just like flip flopped on me, like you are defending this capital ship, you're attacking this capital ship, and like best two of three, I would have been very were, happy with that. There were much better ways to do that multiplayer other than it's this phase, it's yeah. this phase. No, you fucked up. It's this phase. Um, I like that idea that Overwatch, like you know. Imperials are trying to get a, a star destroyer into position or something to blow up a outpost, and you have to push them back or whatever, and you have this much time to do it. Like, oh, and then when, is, and then when you don't, it just like blows something up, and yeah, you get to really fucks, feel yeah. that failure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, something Would like you just that. Think or... about... Go ahead. No, you. No, you. Oh you no, I'm ideas. done. I'm done now. Oh, my bad. Uh, what did you just think about the general gameplay? Because I know, Hendy, you had, like, motion sickness stuff that you were concerned about. But, like, what did you think about playing that fucking game? <laughs> it was re- – dude, I haven't had so much fun with a, a, a Starfighter game like this since Star Fox. It, I had – but it was, it was even better, though, because it's actually, like, you're in space. And it would behave like that. If it was VR, I would really kind of be concerned. But not so much, man. I think it's just – I would really actually like to watch a Let's Play with actual people who have flown in aircraft and have flown in formation. That would be interesting to see wh- how they would be. You know? I could I could see that being very cool. Yeah. I fucking love that. I love this game. Uh, or loved playing the game. Like, when you first get in there, it's a little disorienting. And then I found myself, like, I was always upside down, always sideways. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck. I, like... It was. It reminded me of like Ender's game. Like we're fighting in three D. We have to like. <laughs> there's so many points of attack, and we have to. You know, I. It was so cool. It was. It was very, very different, and I think they succeeded at the 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 starfighter battle side of things. Like it was super cool. Yeah, the dog fights definitely felt amazing, and the big team battle definitely needed work. Again, I and I, just to get back to that, I think I disagree, Kirk. I think it needed to be bigger. Bigger! Um, you think? Like, I would love it just to be like um, like a MOBA. Oh. Like, sort of like there's this base on this end, this base on this end, so things in the middle. Get there. I, I agree with you. I almost agree with you. I, I agree with you on something. I think thought the big team battle was different so i noticed that they were as bots so there was six it was six v six with bots interspersed Hmm. Uh, i thought it was going to be kind of more of a mag situation Mm -hmm. where we were a group of we were a squadron of six in our own little silo against another group of six but then there was like six other squadrons of six that were doing the same kind of fucking shit that we were doing you know what i mean right like we were going to become the bombers and like these guys were going to clear the path for us to get to the thing not like there's six of us and like all right two of you are bombers and three of us will intercept things for you i i wanted like Mm. dozens of bombers dozens of fighters i thought that's what we were in for i like even if they had to like instance it where you know it was still 6v6 or maybe 12v12 but Really, it was like a you know fifty six v fifty six type of thing. Um, yeah. I, I would I would I thought that's what we were getting into, not a six v six with bots. And it, it, it at that point it seems kind of like boring and too big to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, Unless you made it bigger with more actual people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
Uh, that's what I want. I want that mag shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it's I really enjoyed it. I'm plussed on this one, for sure. I'm also plussed. Space Fighter. Space Fighter! Uh, uh, it's one of the easiest pluses I think I've uh, ever given on this show. Like, it's it's just so easy. It made me feel like a Star Wars, and I, I fucking loved it. It was super cool. <laughs> It was awesome, dude. It was it was it it had that fucking Star Wars feel. Like the voice acting, the dumb fucking lines. Like you were getting into it. You were like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, there's fucking Imperials. And it's like, oh, there's fucking scumbag rebels and rebel scum. Like you were I was like feeling it. You know what I mean? I'm all about um, that TIE Fighter noise. That So let's come let's come back to this uh original question. Where does Star Wars like Squadron land on you for like I know it has recency bias and all that bullshit, but like on a on a grand scale of like Star Wars things in your life, like where like where does it land? Like is it pretty up there, middling? Like what do you think? Because I mean we're all pretty versed in the Star Wars. Dorman, watch out! Watch out. Might defend might defend the women off with pointy sticks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, I, it does have recency bias, but that like really helps it, considering the recent state of some of the things that we've gotten for Star Wars. Like Mando's good. I like Mando a lot. Um, yeah. but other than that, it's been a desert for a while. <laughs> uh, so it's 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 nice to have something that makes me feel good about Star Wars. Uh, so yeah, that's where I'm at with it. What do you think, Hindu? Mm, it's it's some I would say middling, but it feels like most of the Star Wars content is middling. So almost <laughs> by default, it's like it gets bumped up there because it's not bullshit. I never played any of the past Star Wars fighter like Starfighter games, so I don't I can't really compare it to those. But as a standalone game, I enjoyed it and. It gets that little extra because it's a Star Wars. It doesn't have, unfortunately, the only reason I kind of show up to Star Wars, which is for the space wizards with laser swords. Um, doesn't have any of that, so it's behind the, that content, but it's right <laughs> up there otherwise. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's right not in front one, of episode one. Yeah, not a single fucking laser sword or space wizard to be found in the Star Wars game. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, man, it's it's up there. I'm with Dorman. It's up there for me. Um the the content has been rough, I think, for Star Wars lately. And for this to just kind of, like, squeak out there, I don't even think it was a full-price game. Like, it was VR first, and then, like, all right, we we need a wider audience because it's a Star Wars thing and we're EA, so let's let's get it out to more people. It's I think it's really fucking dope, and it's 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 got to be in like top five like Star Wars stuff for me easily. It's like there's a lot of Star Wars stuff, but like it's it's dope. It's a super cool game. Uh, it's a super cool Star Wars thing too. Yeah. If you like Star Wars, you need to play this game. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah it's right. definitely definitely plus for me. Excellent. Uh, so yeah, it's that time of year. Do we want to do a quick uh, wonderful time? A quick electronic three recap with our good friend Chris Hendrickson. 
Yeah, let's talk about some of these games. Um, let's try to. There were a lot of announcements, so we'll we'll try to roll through. Were um, there? By, a little bit by company. I I mean, yeah. Still, I, they not necessarily at E three because E three is I hope a crumbling wasteland of of garbage. But it, this seems to be the time of year that companies like to announce their stuff now. So we're going to just call yeah. that E three. Sounds good. Minus, so, minus, uh, Sony. The, minus Sony, minus the, Sony, the, the reason we have this podcast because they still <laughs> haven't said anything about what they're doing next, like in the future. I literally am hearing it's like so. maybe Sony will talk about it this week, and then nothing happens. It's so sad. See, they're right. trying to do the power play. Like we'll talk about it on our terms. Not they're, on si- they're sitting in the highest chair. They're sitting in the tallest <laughs> chair in their office. The ivoriest tower. Um. Okay, so let's talk about Square Enix. Squeenix has some Final Fantasy things coming out that look pretty interesting. Um, Pixel Remaster Collection, it's Final Fantasies 1 through 6. I think 1 through 3 is out now. Um, so that's that's pretty cool, making the first six games more accessible. Mm-hmm. And Very there's also Stranger of Paradise, a Final Fantasy origin. So this is a, a hack-and-slash Final Fantasy game. This was the... The Souls thing that they were talking about, right? Uh, I, I think there might weren't be they, Souls-like elements. Weren't they talking about there being like a Final Fantasy Souls-like thing? I think this is it, right? I'm not, you know, I'm not sure because there's another there's another game that's similar that's also a hack and slash called Babylon's Fall. No, uh, that's oh, no, it's not games. Babylon's Fall. It's the, is this origin no, no, no. one? And this origin Maybe one looks like this one, yeah. this one looked like Dookie. Did anybody see images? Did you guys look at like video of this thing? It looked like Gray Dookie. <laughs> it looked really bad, and I I don't know. It I'm a little bad. bit concerned because it's they want it's like they want to either retell or retcon or remix Final Fantasy One. They're kind of doing that with Seven. Is this the future of Final Fantasies? They're just gonna like, oh, guess what? We have this new version that has this other stuff that's I'm... gonna. I don't know. I'm super cool with that. I'm super cool with them doing that. But if you remember, like, the original Final Fantasy, like, it was a colorful game. And this thing was just, like, gray and and taupe. And yeah. I'm like, that's not Final Fantasy. Like, like right there, that, like, kind of, like, threw me off. And, and I think there's something else you can do for the older games that plays on the nostalgia of those games. Because I don't I don't necessarily think they were telling the best stories up until we get into like six. I think six starts mm-hmm. telling like really interesting Final Fantasy stories. Um, and if you want to change the gameplay like they did in seven, that's great. Uh, but you gotta, I don't know, the game's not out yet, but it, you gotta make it look better. Like you did such great things with seven remake. You know what I mean? It, I it think was... Squeenix is just trying to squeeze out the last bit of juice from their, <laughs> oh! their games, you know? Just I don't care. Like, but these games are oh, so old. These games are so old. Like, how old is Final Fantasy VII? It was twenty years old, twenty five years old, yeah. some shit like that. Like, and we get to relive it. Like, it was it's amazing. Like, Final Fantasy VII remake is amazing. I'm I'm actually okay with. Don't make any more Final Fantasy until we remake everything up to like ten or something like that for modern day. Even ten is is God, fifteen years old. Oh God, we're curling to the grave and nothing's going to stop us. Oh but no. Like, that that's where the case for remakes oh, comes no. in. Like 
maybe we should, yeah, we should be remaking these things so that Kirk can collapse into the grave knowing that future generations will be able to play at least some sort of Final Fantasy 1 through 6. May not be that original thing that nobody fucking played in America. Get over yourselves. Because I, I got to tell you, 13, 13 was okay. 13 rode on the back of lightning. It wasn't that great. 15, 14 is an MMO. 15 sucks dick. <laughs> 15 is... I don't like 15. 15 bad. The story... I heard the, the good things about the story, but I didn't even want to get to the story with how like unamusing and interesting the gameplay was. 7 Remake was great. It has a great story and good combat and everything like that. Remake old arguably, ones. Arguably built on the back of 15, though. Anyway, before we all turn to Bones, uh, let's move on to <laughs> Nintendo you. Direct. Because Nintendo came out with a bunch of announcements. They announced... Uh, Mario and Rabbids sequel. Uh, they <laughs> which Kirk coming in with that fucking Yo, heat. that game is good. <laughs> the I own it. Game is good. Who who wants who doesn't want XCOM in cute form? It was great. <laughs> I personally hate XCOM and oh, I hate Rabbids. Oh man, me out. hold on! I'm stopping the recording like now. Bye. This no, is over. We're Bye. moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. WarioWare, get it together. Let's go. Out. I'm so excited I'm... for this. I love yeah. the micro games. That's September. Stoked. Stoked on this. Yeah. I remember playing WarriorWare Inc. on the fucking Wii. And that game was so... I still... Re- Hello? Like, ah, oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so doofy and great. Um, this just the perfect ADD game. The Metroid Dread, which is the first new, like, present time... Yeah. series of metroid games coming out since fusion which i still have the game the game boy advance game of um that is coming out october 8th and looks really cool what do you guys think of metroid dread yeah i would love a cool metroid game I, metroid's I, never done anything for me so i don't care. i played the the one on the wii um prime first person wii one where you turn into a ball in first person prime that was fun that yeah that was a, that was a weird one I have to say, Kirk, I'm disappointed for you being such a roguelike fan. But, like, um, no, like, I love Metroidvania, Metroidvania games, so, like, yeah. Um, I, I, I totally Metroid am a Metroidvania fan. I just want it to be never, fucking good. <laughs> I just, I, I honestly just missed out on Metroid. I think I, the, the, the obsession started with uh, Shadow Complex on the Xbox 360. So, yeah. And I'm not a nostalgia old Game Boy, so I'm not going to go play them and feel the heat for them. Continue. <laughs> Continuing on, we have the sequel to Zelda Breath of the Wild was announced, which it looks really interesting. Like they're they're trying to connect the story and some plot points and maybe some mechanics from Sky- Skyward Sword, which I actually didn't play. Near, into no, yeah. it's going to be real good. I'm, I'm excited. Oh my god! So did, did anybody else get super nervous about a sequel to Breath? Like we always knew a sequel to Breath of the Wild was coming. And, like, I've played Breath of the Wild. I've restarted it three times. I probably have a good, like, 40 hours, 50 hours in it, but I just keep restarting it, and I haven't finished it, and I'm not excited about a sequel because I haven't finished Breath of the Wild. And at this point, I don't think I ever will finish Breath of the Wild, even though I think it's one of the best games ever fucking made. It's just too big. It's too big. <laughs> like, I don't know. what Anybody, like, did you finish Breath of the Wild, did no, you finish Breath of the Wild, Hendon? What? My, my the both of you? Game. Yes, I totally did. Where do you get the focus? <laughs> I just, 
I, I, man, I just ate that game up. I loved it. Um, it's a great game. I, I, and how I played it was like a madman because I ran around with like three hearts the whole time trying to discover all the places and like sneak past monsters that would just one shot me. Uh, I, I loved it. It was, <laughs> it was really fun, and I'm. I'm terrible at playing it, but see, I still beat it. Come see, on. My my first uh my first playthrough I I took a break at Calamity or at the Electric Cannon on the back of the uh on the camel in the desert desert area. Desert, yeah. So I a game came out, I wanna say I don't know what came out. I don't even want to say. A game came out that distracted me. And uh I pa- I I literally made a save spot at the beginning of the boss battle. And that's the only safe spot I had there. And <laughs> so when I came back to the game like three months later and it was getting smoked by the boss, I was oh. like, all right, I got to start over. So then I, I did fine. I started over, but I just, I don't know. I, I haven't gotten back there again. But like, it's hard whew. to do, especially in a game like that. It's hard to get back there. Hey, great PlayStation podcast. Can we talk about what Microsoft's doing now? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Microsoft, which is, yeah, yeah, moving on. Uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer was shown a little bit. Um, so we got some little teasing for that, which apparently is going to be free also. Single players you have to pay for, but multiplayer oh, wow. is going to be free. That's so I'm actually smart. super on board with that. Yeah, I think that's a good, I think that's a smart policy because they're going to sell like season passes and shit as well with the multiplayer yeah. so it doesn't matter yeah that's and with the story too the story will get unlocked through through passes i remember them even talking about that back uh back then so we were original there. trilogy boys have any of you guys like cared about halo after the original trilogy i know hendrickson has <laughs> well yeah i mean he was contractually obligated yep. to just like he's contractually now contractually obligated to play playstation <laughs> plus games multiple <laughs> times i was contractually obligated to <laughs> But other than Reach, uh, I think I don't. I, I haven't cared about a single Halo since Reach. I guess four no. was a lot of fun. I thought it was a great start, but man, I've, I heard five drop the ball, and I I was watching gameplay footage of it. And I was like, yeah, not really into the universe anymore. Um, even with what I know of coming out of the story, I don't. I just don't care. I'll play some multiplayer though. I love me some Halo multiplayer. I feel you. Yeah, three gameplay is, boy here. I, I haven't. I haven't touched anything since three. Uh, don't care, and yeah, I never have. And I never Move have an Xbox. On. Like I never have an Xbox. So. Yeah, I don't have an yeah. Xbox. That's why Destiny is my Halo now. <laughs> we have a we have a Forza Horizon Five racing game. I don't give a shit about racing games. Um, and we got Fable, a new Fable coming out. Yeah, oh man. So, so if they actually, so they, they've they've okay. said this every year for the past ten fucking years, and if they actually put out a new Fable game, I will buy an Xbox because Fable is one of my favorite <laughs> series of all time. It's fucking amazing, and but they never they ha- they will not. At, they do not put out new fables. They just don't the fucking do it. The dangliest carrot. They mm-hmm. don't fucking do it. I will buy an Xbox. Mark my words. I will buy an Xbox if a new fable fucking prints. That's decent. Like I don't want any Fable Three bullshit again. Like it was fine. The game was good. It was good on my standard. But Fable Two is the pen. The the mm, mm, sweet spot of Fable. Fable Two, amazing game. Owned the whole world. Loved it. Give me Fable 2 Remastered, and I will buy an Xbox. <laughs> Going into the past again. Um, 
we also, I thought this was interesting. I just wanted to bring this up. Uh, there's a game called Rocksmith Plus. It looks like pretty much Ubisoft is taking over Guitar Hero with a game, a software as a service game. And you, you use your phone to pick up either electronic guitar or acoustic guitar, like as a receiver. Um, Did you? So you don't need any derpy peripheral guitar device anymore. You can actually so, just use a real guitar. So Hendu, I don't know if you know this. You might you might actually want to look into this and purchase it. But the uh, since you're getting back into the guitar, uh, the original Rocksmith wasn't derpy either. Rocksmith, you had to have a guitar. <laughs> And you you plugged your guitar into your console, and the game like read your inputs into the guitar and like like taught you how to play guitar. Like the game was you wow. actually playing guitar. Yeah, it was pretty neat. So I know um, our buddy uh, Last Action Hero. He he fucked around with it a little bit, and wow. uh, but like Guitar Smith, you actually have to use a guitar to learn to play guitar. And I would highly suggest maybe you look into it i'm probably gonna buy it like i didn't even know that was a thing i'm glad there's yeah. finally a look up rocksmith a, a true connection to real guitar via video games that's cool oh the, rocksmith is like four or five years old <laughs> but yeah um let's see there's a death stranding director's cut coming for ps5 only i don't even, nobody has any idea what's what's going what on with fuck that does that even oh, mean put it on plus don't i don't give a fuck <laughs> that's right uh battlefield 2042 was announced the trailer was bananas yeah. um i'm sure we'll have fun playing with that at some point in in 2042 i don't give a fuck thank you <laughs> uh tell me about redfall kirk let's talk about it actually uh left for dead style game which i don't think we've had a good left for dead style game in a while where it's just PV, PVE, four people running through a level trying to survive, and you're just blowing up fucking vampires. You, you, your your group seems to have a, each person in the group seems to have unique abilities, and I don't know, like character action PVE game. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, Give I'm it into. to me. Yeah, it's one it. of the more the cooler and like new IP drops this year. I'm actually excited for some something new, something a little different. Uh, finally, let's talk about Elden Ring. Elden Ring, Dorms. You want to? Do you want to share a little bit about this? Because I know you were going off about the tree. <laughs> yeah, fucking world tree. Uh, Elden Ring. You know, it's a video game coming out in twenty twenty two. Around now. You know, it's you know, it's a recent video game because it has a fucking world tree in it. Um, it's yeah, it's a spiritual successor. It seems like. To the uh, Souls series, to the Dark Souls, um, but yeah, it's uh, from Software's next follow-up. It's got some it's a world created by George R. R. Martin. Which, glad that's your time, bud. That's your time. You do what you want with it, Georgie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's something to look forward to. It's another um, from Software game that I'll start and probably not be able to beat. Some bad at video games, uh, but I'll try. Boy, will I try! And. Uh, I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah, I haven't played Dark Souls to be honest. I, I, Sekiro was my only true like initiation into the Souls like series uh, of games. But man, I'm I'm excited about this with the, the fast travel too. With the mm-hmm, well, not mm-hmm. fast travel, but you know, mount travel and your horse can it double really jump. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited yeah. about this one. I wanna. I think I. 
I want to jump on this one right away because I feel like my problem with I didn't never got into Dark Souls was because I was a I was a Demon Souls purist and Demon I was a total fucking Sony crony and like Demon Souls is for PlayStation and they put Dark Souls on Xbox. Fuck Dark Souls. It was uh, my stance for a while and then it was too late and <laughs> I couldn't play those games and uh, Bloodborne's been really fun to like dip in and out of but other games come out and I just can't stick with it and I I think uh, jumping into this with a crew like you guys at the same time I I would I would have a really I would have a blasty blast it'd be fun to to kind of play that together if we even want to play with you I mean you're assuming an awful lot hey 2025 you can't get away from me baby So let's uh, let's uh, continue this look into the future, but let's bring it the scope a little bit closer to uh, our July games for PlayStation for PlayStation Plus. Hendrickson, tell me. All right, you guys, we got Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Call of Duty Black Ops Four delivers a trio of action-packed multiplayer modes for first-person shooter fans. First, there's the series' iconic multiplayer experience pitting players against each other worldwide. Second is the fan-favorite Zombies experience, letting you and your friends battle the undead. Last but not least is Blackout, an intense large map mode inspired by Battle Royale. Uh... Blackout Blackout brings together characters, locations, weapons, and gear from across the series in all-out survival combat. All with a unique Black Ops twist. From now on, it will be referred to as Blops. God, Blops. So, Blops. so Blackout isn't the war zone. Blackout is more like an Apex Legends where people have like ability, like the characters have abilities. Is that what I'm to believe? Does anybody know? No idea. I, I don't know. I it's not no... like war, war. So War Zone is to PUBG, I'm going to say, as Blackout is to Apex Legends. Does that make sense? Is that, tra- is that track all, for No, Apex Battle Royale. It, they're all Battle Royale, but Apex Legends is like a character action Battle Royale. I think sure. Black I think Blackout is the same thing. Okay. Okay. So well, I mean, hey, set. we're going to find out. We're going to fucking find out and we're going to stomp the yard on some zombies and we're going to and we're going to figure out like what's going on in the future with the with the uh single player uh campaign. Oh wait. Oh wait a minute. I don't think Henry, you didn't say anything about the single player campaign. Yeah, I heard a lot about multiplayer modes. Is what about the campaign, Hendu? Hendu, can you tell me about know. the campaign? Hendu, tell me. I don't know. Campaign. Well, I'll tell you next month. Hendu, <laughs> can you about... can you tell me about wrestling dorms? What about the joke? Is there is no fucking campaign? There is no campaign. It's <laughs> oh, only multiplayer really? modes. Three multiplayer modes. Let's go. But Hendu, you did bring up an excellent point. Uh, our next game for the PlayStation 4 is WWE 2K Battlegrounds uh, <clears throat> from the PlayStation blog. The world of WWE is your battleground with over-the-top arcade action as your favorite WWE superstars and legends battle in interactive environments around the world. Play through a new story mode while unlocking unique characters and battlegrounds. Compete using special abilities and power-ups and match types like Steel Cage, Royal Rumble, and more. 
compete in online tournaments, or stake your claim as king of the battleground against players from around the world, asterisk. Around the world, asterisk? Uh, Plus, battle it out in local multiplayer and dominate your friends. (laughs) I want to um, dominate my friends. Yeah, I'd dominate my friends. I'm. I, I feel I like, like if, if we were in local multiplayer, Kirk would dominate his friends. Yeah, Kirk nah, would man, I'm a total, I'm a total submissive. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited to get to play some, some superstars. The legends excites me. Get some Hulkster, some Stone Cold, some some you mankind. Rock is cooking. Mankind. So, that word. So not to be that, not to be that guy. But isn't this today. game? It, uh, we can't this game be consumed bad? by our petty differences anymore. <laughs> we'll be united in our common interests. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July. And you'll once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution. But from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live. To exist. And should we win today, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today we celebrate our Independence Day. If I had my gun, I'd shoot it off. Very well done. Uh, isn't, isn't Battlegrounds a bad game? Like, not to be that guy who's no, heard I've... things about this game and... So, it's replacing the yearly game because those have gotten, like, nightmarishly bad. Like, okay. the, like, Madden-type attempts that they've done. Um, but it's gotten middling reviews. Like, like not anything good, but it's in that Kirk Martin wheelhouse, maybe. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, you might be there. I'm excited. Can I just say that so far these first two drops are so America? <laughs> They're so Fourth of July. John is a wrestler. <laughs> Woo! Well, if you want to talk more about America, let's talk about a Plague Tale. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to the PlayStation Five. This is from uh, the PlayStation blog. The critically acclaimed adventure release on PlayStation Five with 4K native resolution, three asterisks. Targeted 60 frames per second, highly improved visuals, and fast loading, and makes its debut onto PlayStation Plus. Follow the tale of a young Amicia, I'm just going to call her young America, and her little brother Hugo. I'm not going to give him another name. <laughs> In a heartrending, heartrending, thanks, Sony. In a heartrending journey through the darkest hours of history, hunted by ink by Inquisition soldiers and surrounded by unstoppable swarms of rats, America and Hugo will come to know and trust each other as they struggle to survive against overwhelming odds. They will fight to find purpose in this brutal, unforgiving world. Yeah. So tell me again how you're not excited to play WWE 2K and get into a world where Stone Cold Steve Austin can throw a lightning ball at fucking Triple H and okay. said you want to go Stop. walk through this Plague Tale Stop. adventure. That's not a thing, is it? I'm pretty sure they have magical powers in the video game. Oh, oh my god. god. I'm so excited. Fucking A. Is this on like iPhone? I'm assuming I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Might right as well now. search. I bet, yeah, I bet hey, this it wouldn't be iPhone. a PS non plus if you didn't look something up. You wanna uh, so yeah, that's uh and make sure you guys remember while the, while Kirk is being super professional that you uh 
grab Virtual Fighter 5 if you haven't, because it's still going to be a plus game all month. Um, and yeah, I guess I'll just move the show along while Kirk continues to look up things on his phone. Uh, so let's move on to plus ones where it's the time of the, it's that time of the month boys, where we talk about something that we, um, uh, enjoy other than, uh, PlayStation plus and the, the games I'll go first. Uh, since I'm now a future boy or a present boy, if I'm talking to Kirk, um, um, thanks to the efforts of Kirk Martin, I have a PlayStation 5, and as everybody should do when they get their PlayStation 5, they should play Astro's motherfucking Playroom. Uh, it's a delightful platformer that introduces you to the uh, DualSense controller and all of the wacky shit that it can do. It is incredibly wild. Um, Dorman, I want you to describe, because I have failed over the past, what, five months of describing the PlayStation 5? Five's dual sense controller. Describe the dual sense and the sensations that you get from that controller as you play it's, a game for it, me. The only thing you can say is if you're walking through an area where it's raining, it feels like it's raining. It makes it feel like you're being rained on, which is ridiculous because you're holding the thing. It's not on you, you're holding it. But it makes you feel like you're being rained on. It's shit like that. There's no way to describe it. <laughs> Thank you. I felt like an asshole for so many times. Like, I can't describe it. There's no way to describe it. It's insane. But yeah, Astro's Playroom is amazing. Um, I'm going to go back to my ivory tower while you guys talk about your plus ones. Uh, My plus ones uh, are the Marvel shows on Disney Plus. Uh, WandaVision, Falcon vs. the Winter Soldier, and Loki. Um, The... I'm... a Marvel fan, uh, actually a Marvel comic book fan, and I think that's why I like these shows so much. I wasn't expecting much from them, but you know they they pulled in the regular act, they pulled in the actors from the movies. Um, they have a budget behind them, so I was like, okay, I mean maybe they'll be good. But uh, what's great about these shows are they're each season has been like ten, eight to ten episodes or something like that. Um, per whatever show it was, and they run like a comic book which is super fucking cool. Like they're slow. Each episode's like 30 minutes to an hour, depending. Honestly, it was depending on episode to episode, whatever they need to get done. And it runs like a comic book arc. It's runs much better than the movies do. It feels like a comic book. They can do mundane, silly things that shouldn't mean much, but mean everything in the context of the story. And I absolutely love it. Like lots of exposition, lots of uh, character development, um, just really getting into the nuts and bolts of things. And I like this direction for the Marvel stuff. Um, it's almost interesting to me as like a like a thought experiment as the movies introduce the characters and do something big and fantastic, while the shows do the day to day comic booky stuff that you need for superheroes and uh i can't recommend all, all these shows I, I i highly recommend um they're just fantastic they're all very different they're each weird in their own way interesting in their own way and uh there's something for everybody in each and every one of them and uh if you're a fan of comic books and you haven't been a fan of the pacing of the movies or anything like that this is a great place to to come into the marvel cinematic universe have you, either of you jumped into any of these? 
not a one yet, but yeah, I'm looking forward. No, to it. check them out. They're, yeah, they're... your 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 review actually makes me want to have a look now because I had my reservations. Yeah, they're they're not um, they're not money grabs. They're they're good. They're qual. It's quality shit. <laughs> Hendu. So uh, I discovered earlier in I guess it was earlier in June. Uh, Bo Burnham released a new album. I didn't know he was not touring and stuff, I guess, as of like 2015 or so. Yeah. He'd stopped uh, touring and things. And then uh, I think he actually explains it in one of the tracks of the album. He like he finally decides to start touring and then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is his album. It's called Inside the Songs. And just if you're going to listen to one thing new, listen to Welcome to the Internet if you haven't heard it already. Because it is so, so good. So on point. Very funny. Um, it's musical. It's it's obviously relevant. It's topical, um, pointing out sort of the dangers of having access to anything and everything all of the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, go listen to it. Stop. Stop listening to this. No. Nope. Go listen to that. No. Nope. Hold on. Back to uh, us. Uh, <laughs> okay. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> We're done now. <laughs> this is the end of the episode. <laughs> Yeah, come back for the housekeeping. Uh, yeah, so that's that's all right. Three, come three, for the episode. Stay for the housekeeping, Chris. Three, two, three, two, what? Five very, very different things uh, that we brought to recommend to our good friends and fans. Look, we did we did a video game, we did a visual medium, and we did an audio medium. We're all we're of which great. are locked behind subscriptions of some sort. Hell yeah! One of and by subscription. Do you want to play I mean, Astros? It's the best six hundred dollar game you purchase. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna be it for the, the this episode of the PlayStation Non Plus podcast. Uh, again, thanks to everybody who gives us feedback and participates in our Discord. Uh, let's just let's just plow right along here, kids. You can find me on the PlayStation Network at Dingo Sphinx. I'm at Master Cylinder. And I'm at Hendrickson. Uh, come to the Discord. Enjoy. Like, if, if you're listening to this podcast, come get in the Discord, chat with us, ask us questions, give us feedback, and let us know what's up. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes uh, for that. And, uh, yeah, if you got, if you think you found all of the ID4 Easter eggs, go ahead and send a PlayStation message to Master Cylinder. Oh, man. Man, do I hate you. You know what, Chris? Um, the only thing I have to say about that is up yours. <laughs> <laughs> In the words of your generation. Up yours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we said a single Jeff Goldblum thing. I don't. They were. I, so I, I've had the IMDb up Must go the whole time. And they're they're intense. Faster. One of them I was going to throw faster. out was I'm not Jewish because that was pretty funny, but that wasn't Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> no, that's um, the dickhead Secretary of Defense. He says it to Jeff Goldblum's dad. Says it to yeah. Judd Hirsch. He says I'm not Jewish, and Judd Hirsch says nobody's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie today, but I probably will at some point. We're running. I out might. Of time I now. might as well go fucking watch it. I need might to see well a golden retriever up. jump. I need to see a golden retriever jump out of a fire. Because that is how fire works. Oh my god, I'm stopping my recording. <laughs> what are you talking about? We didn't say goodbye yet. 
Oh my god. Goodbye, everybody. You're the best. We love you so much. I can't believe you were listening to that. I, I assumed that Kirk had cut it. God. Hell no. Never cut it. Keep it in. Stay plus, guys. Keep yeah, that's stay it. Plus. Keep it in and stay plus. Bye.